All right, we're back. Circling back podcast. Happy President's Day to all the presidents out there. My name's Will DeFreeze. Dave, what's up, dog? Trying to get these dead presidents. You know what I mean? And by that, I mean cash. I'm talking about money. I'm trying to make money. Thanks for having me back. Dylan. Man, now that we're not like in the corporate game, like I don't pay attention to any of these holidays anymore. President's Day. You're just totally, so above it, bro. Totally off my radar. I'm not, a, I'm not saying I'm above it. I just, you know, it's just, you just... I pulled out of my apartment today, and I was driving, and I was like, man, there's no one out here. And then I got stuck in a light, and I pulled a Dylan Shivery and took out my phone, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's President's Day. Yeah, I had no idea. Sure enough. Until you just said something. Whatever. I'm happy to be here, though. Who's your favorite president? Uh, It's hard to say. I don't have a favorite. I don't know. Dave? I was always a big Roosevelt guy. Wow. There's some some dope ones. Speak softly and carry a big stick. I yeah. Carry I've, a big what? Big stick. Oh, he's known for his big stick policy. Yeah. Does he have big stick energy? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, I'll be People honest. People get really mad when you pronounce it Roosevelt. By the way, do they? That's the way your history professor will pr- uh, will pronounce it. Will, are you under the weather? I have some allergies. I think my allergies are tripping this morning too. I, 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 when I got in bed last night, I thought to myself, oh no, this is bad. So I took some NyQuil. And then I woke up this morning and was so congested. Dude, never take NyQuil the night before a podcast. Dude, how's lucky faded? Because there's no way you'll wake up ready to broadcast at a high level. NyQuil sticks with you through lunchtime. Yeah. What? It's not good. I'm groggy as fuck. I might Did not you take the pills this. or the little cap? I'm robo-tripping. The pills, man. I would prefer taking the cap. I like drinking it. Mix it with some Sprite. Wow. Toss a Jolly Ranch trip in that bitch. You did not do that for the culture. <laughs> What's the dude, opposite? I'm, dude, I'm so for the culture. Are you kidding? <laughs> I am the culture. Okay, have you ever, no, have no. you actually, we've probably talked about this. Have you ever done that? No. What, sip lean? What are you talking about? Like, re- like yeah, actually taken. No. Okay. No, no. Surprisingly enough, uh, Harbor Springs, Michigan didn't really adopt the lean No, but culture. I feel like. The lean like, scene didn't really hit. There's, there's pockets of. There's pockets out there of like affluent towns, like it, white kids who like listen to enough Houston rap that they're like, well, we got to try this. It would make sense that that would be something that I would enjoy, though. Yeah, that's a, that's where I was going. Like, I would. I, it seems like I would rather do that than like Coke or something. Like I'm more of a. It seems I'm more of a chill guy as opposed to like, oh, let's go crazy. And we had a big lean phase on the formerly named uh, Touching Base podcast. We did have a big we, lean we were, phase. We went hard on lean for a while. Didn't actually partake in lean. We pretended to. We pretended to, and it was it was a fun time for us. One could say that we leaned into it. Did y'all see I was sipping that bang on Saturday? Dude. Dude, stop. I'm back on that what bullshit. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to... I, I saw Shido's tweet, and I was like, I want to respond to it, so I'm just going to go get one before I go to the gym. Oh, I thought that was, you just found a picture on the internet. I didn't know you, that was actually you. Stop oh, drinking. Oh, I swear to God. Why, why are you back on it? Because I'm back on that ish. Jesus. Dude, stop. The smart thing to do is to do the bang energy before you work out. Yeah. So, so you have a chance to work out some of that bang energy. I, I'll never drink one for, I mean, for numerous reasons, really. Apparently they have one without caffeine, which is probably a smarter bet. Is it like Four loco without booze in it? Probably exactly like that. What was your favorite Four loco flavor? I had Four loco one time and it was the original flavor and it was as an alumni at the, uh, Old fraternity house back in like 2009. But it was the original formula for Loco. Yeah, and it effed me up. Yeah. Two of those lemonade for Locos, and your boy was straight faded. I never had an OG for Loco. Actually, I never had a for Loco, period. 
It's going to be like Quaaludes. Ooh, a four loco period sounds gross. Dave, that's disgusting. Oh my God, dude. No, it's he's... Monday morning. What is wrong with you? You're the one who said dude. it. Dude. I'm saying like period, like I've never had one. All right, so well, dude, sorry, for, like for emphasis. Phrasing. I, I can hear my mom unsubscribing to this podcast Your mom right is not unsubscribing. Your mom is giggling. We just Your mom lost, is going to send me a... We just lost like three pages. Nancy's going to side text me. God. No, come on. She's not going to side text you. Why would she be texting you in the first place? Good question. If you haven't already, Randy go follow picks. Circling Back Pod on Twitter and Instagram. It's he. We're actually really close to six thousand Twitter followers. I'd really like six thousand by the end of the t- like today. So please go do that. Also, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. There are other places you can subscribe as well. Just go do that. Just subscribe everywhere. It's not hard. Also, our Patreon episodes—they're so good. I see y'all weekend patrons climbing on board. Hell yeah! Doing it, doing your work at night. I see you. Yeah, we, I see we appreciate too. it. I see them too, David. We have not gotten to, um, what was the number for me to not shave? 10,000. 3,000. 3,000. We have not gotten to 3,000 yet. That will be, if we don't get to it by the end of the week, I'm shaving my beard and I'm going to look like a penis. So please go subscribe. So I, don't I will cry if we don't get there. I will cry. I please. found that photo of you from the whatever lake in Michigan where you're popping up out of the water and yeah. you look like a, a young child. I was with my family. How old were you there? Because you, sh- you were com- completely shaven there. Dave. Uh, that was the year before. I, that was a summer before I moved down here. Man, what happened? <laughs> Dude, Tex-Mex happened. Tex-Mex happened. You look like a different person. Well, the issue with me was not that... So the issue is that I didn't drink all that often or that hard. Like, I didn't go out all that often when it was wintertime because there wasn't that much to do besides go skiing and stuff like that. So I wasn't getting those drinking calories year-round like you do in Texas because the weather's nice enough here to just let it rip constantly. Then I moved down here became just an unhealthy guy but you're not that unhealthy no no i, In fact, but, I would argue but you're at not first, at all i had a rule that i would never say no to doing things so it was like oh people are going to dinner go do it like you got to make friends down here you're new to this area next thing you know i got the freshman 15 at the age of 28 it's not what you're looking for lifetime's waiting on you nah we're good also let's I'll talk about our friends today, over maybe. at fulton and rourke Right now, if you use promo code STEAM, that's S-T-E-A-M, you get 15% off your order. Yes. I had some Broke Boy uh, 2-in-1 body wash that was sitting in my shower next to my 2-in-1 Fulton and Rourke Broke body Broke Boy, wash. a.k.a. not Fulton and Rourke, you're correct. saying? Correct. Yes, correct. And so this morning, finally, I was like, you know what? I can't look at this anymore. Like, it's just ugly. So I, I used it all. I got rid of it. I threw away the bottle. And now in my shower, it's exclusively Fulton and Rourke. Are they officially sponsoring your shower? Yeah. That's great. If anyone wants to come up with a name for it, my sh- my shower for Fulton and Rourke, they are welcome to do so. I'm surprised it took this long to to have a 100% Fulton and Rourke shower. I mean, it was like 98%, but now it's 100%, and it feels I feel so much better about it. Like you yeah. know, when you clean your apartment, you get rid of some clutter. Like I whatever I did that. What's that Netflix show? Marie Kondo or whatever. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. My is, it, is it where she says joy. to throw everything away if it doesn't bring you joy? Yeah. Damn. Doesn't that seem like a show I'd be super in on? Yeah, it does. I don't want to look at other people's clutter. I don't either. That sounds awful. Uh, I it, it all goes so hard. Don't forget about the cologne. No. It's wax-based. Dude, we're getting so close to palmetto season, that's not even funny. Everyone's been clamoring for palmetto season. We're so close. Yeah. Once like college spring break hits, <clears throat> it's, it's palmetto season. It's done. It's it's game over. College spring break. Uh, dude, should we go to like Panama City this this spring break? 
Are we releasing any uh, tank tops? Any circling back tanks? No, we do we have some shirts. Should. We have some shirts coming, though. Sun's out, buns out, anything like that? No? No. We could do toes in the water, ass in the sand. Shut up. <laughs> Either way, go to FultonRourke.com. Use promo code STEAM at checkout. 15% oh, off your order. Just make should, it happen. We should make a, a tank top. It just says the crank tank. No, uh, that's that's for uh, that's for the internet party. That's disgusting. No, I'm not letting... Dude, no one has a designated crank tank. After Dude last, has appropriated cranking. Yeah, he has. He knows it, though. I'll allow it. Last week on the golf course, I, I took my... After I shit all over country music last week on the podcast, I just decided to do a bit where everything I said on the golf course was just a lyric from a shitty country song. I was actually surprised. I meant to bring it up on the golf course. I'm surprised how many just cheesy ass lyrics you know from dude. I told you I went through a pop country phase. I went through a phase. What's wrong with you? I I listened to a lot of country back then, and then I how does Bougie Will from Northern Michigan go through a pop country phase? Because, dude, some of those songs slap. Have you heard, like, Toes they in don't. the Water? They don't slap. That's the thing. Dude, I mean, honestly, like, what else do you put on when it's just feeling like a barefoot blue jean night? It, 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 they go so hard. All right, man. Okay. All right, let's talk about something we're a little late on. This 24-hour news cycle, you know, just pumps and dumps. This This was dropping... Okay, this dropped a couple weeks ago, but this was trending as we were recording on Thursday. Thursday. We were recording our Patreon episode. I looked up and I I thought it was a little strange that uh, Matt Kuchar was trending. This is something we had talked about off mic for a, a little bit, but it came to a head when I think some major news outlets picked it up on Thursday morning. Yeah. I think SI did a big expose. Oh, God. Deadspin, everybody. Essentially what happened is that uh, Matt Kuchar, I forget the name of the tournament, he went and played a tournament in Mexico. His normal caddy did not come, so he used a uh, filling caddy, El Tucan. Is that what we're calling him? Is that pronounced differently? Is that what he's going as? I think that's what that's his nickname. Okay. But then I'm like, do, but in Mexico, do they pronounce it Tucan? Tucan? I, don't, I don't you know. know Spanish really well? I, I've, never, I've never talked about Tucans. El Tucan? Tucan. Uh, so he used him as his caddy. Instead of getting the customary 10% uh, for, for a dub, Matt Kuchar paid him $5,000, which after Kuchar won the tournament worth $1.4 million, $5,000 is kind of just a drop in the a well. A drop in the bucket. Yeah. Uh, and so once social media got a hold of this, you know it was over for your boy. Kuchar. No laying up was on this early. Yeah. a lot. Uh, like there, if, you were, if you were into golf Twitter, you were seeing it early. I went down. So a couple weeks ago when I started seeing this, I was like, I was clicking on accounts that I had never even heard of, and I was looking on timelines because I had to know. Because I this is I was like this is going to be a big deal, and then it kind of went away, and then I guess it just took took everybody this long to realize it. I don't know. I guess SI really did their homework. Finally got a hold of the guy, but I think everyone wanted to really get their uh, their facts straight. That's probably a good idea. As it turned out, Cooch did kind of as as far as I'm concerned, stiff the guy, and uh, I. I kind of was over the story until I logged onto Twitter. Was it yesterday morning I texted about this? Yeah. And I saw Brandel Chambly's takes on it. Oh, he's been hitting him with the fuego for a while. What'd now. that man say? If you're not familiar with Brandel Chambly, he is. Was he? Is he from Austin? He's a Texas guy. He's he a played. Texas he played guy. at Texas. I don't know where he's from originally. He's but. he's like he's a hot take guy. And I don't know if he knows that he's a hot take guy, but he's a hot take guy. He, he knows what pays the bills. He's got shitty takes. Rarely am I like, 
on board with anything he says. I'm either all the way in on what he says or all the way out. I remember before he did a he did a podcast with, as we just said, No Lane Up, and uh, Solly just laughed as he's pretty much said like, "We don't always see eye to eye on things," and it was like, "Yeah, it's kind of hard to see eye to eye with Brandel Chamblee." All right, so what he said? We met I, him mi- in, uh, I missed his his take. I don't even want to talk about when we met him because I was very unimpressed with what he was doing when we met him. What was he doing? We were at a, a bar that features numerous beers on draft, and he was at the bar trying to order a Chardonnay. He it was like that it, actually it was happened, a bar yeah. that's based around their beer selection. You of all people should appreciate that move. I, I should, think. but you, you know your boy likes some heavy beers. Yeah, you do. Uh, I should have had this uh, queued up. I apologize. So, Kucher and this guy, this caddy, they had an, they did have an agreement beforehand um, that outlined if he got this play, you know, 10th was like the number and it was going to be 5K. There wasn't anything that um, contemplated if he won the tournament, which is fine. But so, I mean, there was an agreement in place. And what Brandel's take was, although Will's probably knows. I have it up right now. Do I'm going to read it? Yes, please do. He said, I continue to be baffled at the Kucher caddy controversy. They had an employment agreement, clearly beneficial to both parties. Ortiz's normal day rate is $200. He works six days a week, so $62,400 a year. Kucher paid him five times his day rate. Bonuses are for tour caddies who suffer travel expenses. A lot wrong with this. First of all, if the reports that I read are correct, $200 was not his day rate. That is a very, very, very good day for him. His day rate is much closer to $100. I would also argue that their day rate doesn't have anything to do with this situation. His day why, rate why is what he's, he's caddying for dudes like us yes, that are on vacation. It, that, this day rate is totally irrelevant to the situation. In fact, the, the less he makes, the more you would think he would like appreciate a big-ass bonus. Yeah. Yeah. That's stupid. Also, uh, they they didn't they had a like as I as I've read and again everything I know about this is what I from what I've read. I'm not really in tune with the caddy game, but these are like the employment agreement is that you get your base salary plus if it's if you're outside of the top ten you get about five percent normal of the their winnings. If you're in the top ten you get somewhere between five and ten percent. If they win you get ten percent. I don't know what kind of agreement they had in place, but I'm sure like the the three grand that was the original agreement that came out. I'm sure that was their agreement. But then the bonus that should have come in after probably should have been a little more than two thousand dollars. Even if even if it was like let's say everything was outlined in the agreement and it said this is what you're gonna get, that doesn't matter that they had that agreement. Yeah, like legally, but we're talking we're not talking about that. We're talking about like was it right to do that? You're not talking about bargaining power of like. Matt Kuchar, professional golfer, versus um, a caddy in Mexico City. Yeah. Right? Did, did they, you, that's, they're on two. Like, let's be honest. The uh, Mexican economy is not what we have here. Ah, so, a little different. Like, yeah. You, you don't have equal, part, equal um, I don't know, standing for this whole did deal. Did you read kinda, what? I'm sorry. Like, his, his comment, Kuchar's comments, like, initially, which looked really bad, made it so much worse. It's the most tone-deaf thing I've seen. Uh, I don't know if you were about to read that, but I was. That's what I was doing on my phone. No, I, if you have it up, you can read it. But I was going to say, did you see what L two Can was going to uh, use his money for if he had he gotten the the full ten percent? He was going to wave runner. No, he was going to he was going to start a laundromat with his family so that they could have like a, a long term viable business. Damn. And instead, with the money that he got, the five thousand dollars that he got, 
uh, they, I think what I read was that they painted their house, they bought a mirror, and they flew their daughter back for, or they paid off flying their daughter back for Christmas. <clears throat> Has there been a follow-up, like, um, GoFundMe campaign to get so, this guy I have not seen paid. a GoFundMe, but... you think that's coming. Kuchar did issue a statement saying that he paid him an agreed-upon amount of money. Okay. And the only reason I saw that statement was because of Dave's boy... Zach Johnson putting it out. Yeah, ZJ was riding for him in the notes. By the way, he took a screenshot of the notes. It was. App. It is pretty pretty shocking to me to see Kucher's name on a story like this. You wouldn't think he'd be the guy to make tone deaf comments. You think it would be Patrick Reed or something? Yeah, Kucher's like it seems just like a family guy, like just an, like a down to earth. Can I read Brandel Chamblee's sure follow up tweet to his, which was somehow even worse? Whose follow up? Chamblee's. Okay. I respect that Chamblee's sticking with this. He said, One of my favorite stories about talent and its worth. Picasso had been doodling on a napkin at a restaurant okay. and went to throw it away when a lady asked if she could buy it. He said, Sure, for $50,000. Outraged, she said, But it only took you two minutes. He said, Ma'am, it took me a lifetime. Okay, that probably didn't happen. <laughs> but that's like, a, that's like a known story. Well, you, you're telling me Picasso wasn't hitting this woman with a ma'am? I'm sorry. Like, come on. That's also, like that's like George Washington chopping down the cherry tree. If Probably you went really on happen. Snopes and just looked this up, are you guys familiar with Snopes? Yeah, I know Snopes. It's where it's where lore like this goes to die. I'm pretty sure that this wouldn't come up like this. Like, come on. And I'm not even sure that that story applies to the Kuchar situation at all. It took a lifetime, ma'am. It, it's 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 totally different. She was asking for a, you know a, a napkin. Kuchar's this guy quote was, was putting in hard work for whatever. For a guy who makes two hundred a day, five thousand a five thousand dollar week is a really big week. He said, "I try to look at the bright side of everything. I hope he's happy. I hope things are really good in his life. I have to think you. If he was given the same opportunity to to do it again, he'd say, yeah. He has a nice personality. He's easy to be with. Here's the thing: you have to know where this is going. You have to like identify like this is bad, and you got to get out in front of it." The fact that he it took him this long, I mean, this was trickling out, like we said, two weeks ago. Yeah. You got to get ahead of it and say, look, yeah, uh, here, let me send you some cash. Like, let me make this right. Uh, he just does, I saw somebody say, like, Kuchar's not on social media. That's that's part of it. He doesn't get the firestorm. I mean, he, if my numbers are correct, and I haven't run them uh, in the past two days, but he's made $43 million in his career. Top just, 10 all time. Just from, yeah. Like, Dude, just throw the guy twenty five thousand dollars and make this all go away. If you could, if if I've never understood why in situations like this, where like like guys will tip poorly at restaurants when their name is on the check or whatever, and they're like loaded, it's like you could avoid this PR nightmare by just spending a thousand dollars. And if somebody said to you, "Hey, I can make this," like someone approached Kuchar and said, "Hey, I can make this entire problem go away for twenty five grand," he'd be like, "Yeah." But Who instead, are his he's got like a chip on his shoulder. He needs better people around him. Taylor Twelman noted a soccer analyst asked Brandel Chambly, how come not a single pro has defended Matt, however? This was before ZJ. Mm. ZJ did... ZJ just kind of like vouched for him. He didn't say that he agreed with the, the tip or lack thereof. But if this is a great lesson because... He could have given the guy, let's say that Cooch gives him 10% or more. Cooch, it, like, Cooch goes down in, his, in history as a legend. Instead, it's like the opposite. 
Like he could have made this guy's life and everybody, I mean, it probably would have came out eventually that look at this generous guy. You could make a documentary about this. Yeah. The time that he played with this like small town caddy and changed the guy's life, blah, blah, blah. They've made movies out of less. Yep. Yes. And instead, we got the we got L2 Can just over here trying to like start a laundromat and he can't because Matt Kuchar's a stiff. L2 Can needs to launch a clothing line. I would buy it. The Toucan is a tight nickname. Somebody once told me that my spirit animal was a uh Oh shit. A pelican. Why? I don't get pelican vibes from you. Well, I don't. I, that's why I'm not asking you to give me my spirit animal. I trust the guy who did it way more than you. That's was fair. it a shaman? I, I mean, essentially. They're the ones that always stand on one leg, right? I don't know. No, that's a flamingo. Oh, yeah, you're right. Pelicans are dope birds. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought oh, you were talking yeah. about shaman standing on one leg. I was like, that's not something I, I know. bet there is a one-legged shaman out there. There's got to be. Probably a one-legged pelican, too. We could, if Connor's in town, we could have him come by and tell us. What's your spirit animal? The time you like smoked a frog with a one-legged shaman. Um, I've never identified a spirit animal. I don't know. What 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 do you see in me? I'm trying to look at you right now. I'm trying to look deep into your soul right now. There's nothing there. No, and it's, it's strangely <laughs> it's, empty. It's, Barkeep, please refill this, man. It's gone. Where'd your soul go? It's, I I lost it a while ago. I, you sold it for fame, for podcast fame. Yeah. I'm trying I to did. figure out what you are. A big time podcast. You might fan. be like a black lab with like like a like an eight year old black lab though, where he's got the white that starts creeping in like right under his eyes on his like nose. Damn. Yeah. It's kind of right. rude. No, dude, that's chill. That's kind of rude, man. It's chill. It's noble. It was a backhanded animal compliment. Everyone, it's... everyone in college has a black lab. Everyone that I know, like from our fraternity. Yeah. Just black labs. You everywhere. want to put off the vibe that you might bird hunt. Yes. Even though that dog is not equipped to bird hunt with you. Right. You just got to like have people guess. Like, yeah. You got to have a truck. It's got to have a name like Traeger. Yeah. Traeger. Trigger. Trigger. Uh, man, we could, we've done this before. That's so stupid. Like yeah. Gunny. <laughs> if you're naming your dog after a gun company, you're, you're a tryhard. That's, fa- that's fair, I think. Yeah. Remy. I almost said that. For no. Remington. Walker. Naming a dog is stressful. Browning. Man. Come on, Walker. Hell yeah. Naming a dog stressful. It was one of the most stressed out times I've had in my life. Like, what if I botch it? You, so, sound, you sound very privileged saying that. Yeah. Does anybody have an alt coocher take? I'm looking at Dylan. An alt coocher like, take? Like, do you want to support cooch? I kind of well, wish somebody would. It's pretty obviously tone deaf. You don't want to like have. I said, like a, I'm surprised that his name is on a story like this. You don't. You don't think of Kucher being a guy who would, who would not think his way through that situation better, because he seems like a smart, down to earth, like affable guy. If this came out and it was Tiger, I would at least get it because you know yeah. he's confirmed psychopath. This is this has Patrick Reed written all over it. It's a bigger story because it's Kucher and not Patrick Reed. Sure. Yeah. It. People were saying that, like, or Chambly at least was saying that, like, it's not, it's not all the rates of tipping and stuff. That's typical for caddies that have to take time away from their families and incur travel expenses. Blah blah blah. It's like, dude, just just do the right thing. Just cut the check. Let's say let's say everything he just said is correct. Yeah. Still, you got to understand, like, that this is going to be a backlash central. Just change the guy's life. Change the guy's life who helped when you win a fucking tournament. Change the man's life. Yeah. Like, if you have the means to do it, just do it. 
I, I kind of get where he's coming from. Like, oh, whatever. But like, you can say that you would have, you could have won that tournament with your other caddy. But at the end of the day, like this guy knows the course. Dude, front this is the back. toucan. It's the toucan. You should tip him just for having that dope ass nickname. Seriously, how do you get that nickname? Why are they? I would why, love to know. Why are all these Latin guys named after birds? Maybe he dresses very colorful. Pato? Yeah. You think he? Aren't toucans like really colorful? Yeah, birds? they're flashy. Maybe he dresses all flashy like that. A toucan flexes like more than any and bird. He just struts around. I saw I saw uh, in IRL the other day some. Uh, uh, Fuck, why am I blood? Dude, I'm, I'm such a space cadet today. I'm, I apologize. What's your deal, yeah, man? Yeah, because you drank NyQuil. Yeah. What are those uh, What are those big, colorful birds called? Parakeet? Peacock. Peacock. I saw two peacocks the other day. Dude, they're all over Austin. Like, yeah, what's the deal? Why are they Why are they everywhere? Man, at the at the first Grand X, actually, technically the second Grand X office, there was, a, there was a peacock who lived there. Like, just naturally lived at the office. Did you guys give it, like, a super frat nickname? Pico. Ah, Pico so, the, that's so fucking Pico Texas. the Peacock. Sometimes we'd show up and he'd be uh, like feathers out, you know? Like, I don't know, that means something. Like, it means like standoff. Did he probably. dap you up when you walked in the office? No, he'd be like, yo, you're not coming through this door, so we yeah. have to use the back. I had some run ins with Pico. The back entrance. You would, a, those, are, those are tight birds, man. I didn't know that only one, is it only the males are colorful? That's usually how birds work. But I didn't realize that the, that the females were just white. I don't think that's the case. This the one I saw was white. I know I've seen. Oh, you went to Maddie's. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a white one there. What's the deal? I, I don't know. It's albino. That's what I said. They're they they like, no, it's not colors. albino. Maybe it's an Arctic peacock. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Maybe. How did it end up here? Like the Arctic fox is white. Wait, can peacocks fly? Um, I think they can like float, like flutter up to a tree. Like a quail. Kind of like a turkey. They like can. A turkey. They can like, fly like you know very feet, short distances. Twenty feet at a time. It's like me running. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm able to run, but like it's but like not for very yeah, long. You're not a runner. Yeah. Yeah, they technically can. It's fly. a ground dwelling bird. Sure, that's fair. Yeah, you're not gonna see him soaring through the mountains like a like a bald eagle. We've got a hawk in the park across the street. Hawks are tight. I see it like fly, like just low to the earth, just creeping. Yeah, they used to call me El Falcon. No, no one did that. The Falcon. No one did that. Yeah. No. I don't really remember, remember why, but El Falcon. Should we talk about our next topic here? <laughs> sure. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Wait, did y'all watch golf yesterday? Yeah. A little bit. People were mad at JB Holmes. Why? why? Because he takes for fucking ever? Because I knew he was slow. I had not actually sat down and watched him on a Sunday. It was bad. It was it was the worst thing I've seen. And it was no, uh, like the Cooch situation. It only flamed. got worse because of social media. If you can get a flame for being slow is not the worst thing to get flame. He doesn't for. start his 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 routine until after everyone's putted, and that includes like going to the book and stuff, standing behind it with a you know he does the putter drop thing. It's it's he put, un- a, he it's put, unbearable. A, putt, he put a putt two feet past the hole in this one hole. He still stood behind it with his putter up, like I forget what they call it. He was still doing that. What? It's like dude, just tap it in. dude. What is that called? Because I was under the impression that that was proven to not do anything. Maybe I mean, it's just habit. If I do it, I don't know why you would do it. I, I've I've done it before just to see what it does. It does nothing. I've for never me. understood it obstructs that either. my view of the hole. I don't get it. I really I, I don't understand what it, what it does. That's a thing you do when you're first learning the game because you you heard it or saw it somewhere and you really don't know why you're doing it, but you just want to look like you know what you're doing. I hate playing with slow people. People that don't play ready golf just piss me off, and that's that's 
I used to me. think it would it would give you like the slope, like left to right, because if it's a straight line up and down, then you can kind of see the tilt of the green. But it doesn't work because the weight of the putter head it's like off center sometimes, most of the time, all the time. So it doesn't it doesn't hang straight down. I don't get it. Someone smarter than us explained. He took forever. It was so bad. He ended up winning. I, I saw nice guys he, finished last. I saw that he won. Yeah. It. What an idiot. I, I just hate I hate playing with people that like just take forever or like don't aren't aware of like the situation you're in. It's like oh this this group has been waiting a few times behind us. Like we got to go. There was a I think forty minutes between the last group those guys and uh, the next to last. Does he just take that as like oh I can like oh I'm the last group awesome I can take as long as I wanted every single. Show. I don't know man. I mean he. I've never heard that he's not a nice guy. Yeah. Like he's a prick, but like that would be an issue. But people were saying like uh all over the place, like, hey, this is literally against the rules. Like you have yeah. you have a certain Adam amount Scott. of time. And like it's just it's it was ridiculous. Hey, we're like just over a month away from the WGC here in Austin. By That's the big way. if true. We'll be there, man. Yeah. How's your bracket looking? Come uh, on. I have not filled it out yet, actually. I don't think it's launched yet. It's not. We don't know that's, who's in it yet. That's why I haven't filled we it out. We do know yet. that Bubba's playing. Because he won. Bubba has committed. Confirmed. I thought he said he was going to retire after winning X amount of tournaments. Dude. Like, get out of here, dude. You got to think Tiger's not going to play, right? Got to think so. <sighs> Pretty unlikely. Unlikely, but it would be fucking tight. <laughs> do I, just, I think because it would if he went through the whole weekend, it would be six rounds of golf in four days. Too much. Or five days. I get, I get why older guys wouldn't want to play. Yeah. True. We talk about our next topic. This is something that I'm actually glad that you guys watched, even though I've told everyone I know not to watch it. It's a little Netflix documentary called Abducted in Plain Sight. Yes. This, to me, and I've gone on record saying this, there were more bad decisions made in Abducted in Plain Sight than there were in the Fire Festival documentaries combined. I'm disgusted with the parents in this story. What the they fuck did, is going they on? They did like so many things wrong that it's it's unfathomable. Hilariously wrong. Not hilariously. Sorry. That is not it's not none of it is funny. Like why did they agree wrong. to do this in the first place? I don't know. Cuz they were getting paid. They got that Netflix money. And plus Jan was she's like a she speaks out against this stuff now, so she, this is like her way of bringing more awareness to it, I'm sure, which is I get it. But um the most disgusting part of this whole story to me, well, aside from like the pedophilia, obviously, was like the parents were so concerned with like maintaining their image, like within the community and their church, that they were like sweeping the shit under the rug yeah. and not wanting this guy to get in trouble. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong so, with you? Can you get Dylan, since you've watched this more recently than me, I don't want to botch anything. Sure. Can you give like a quick 30 second rundown of what this is about? Yes. Uh, this, this Mormon family in Utah, uh, they. The neighbors moved in, and the father of this family basically just is like the worst person ever and kind of took the the youngest, or not, I don't know if she's the youngest, but one of the girls in when she was like 10, uh-huh. like kidnapped her a couple times, um, made her believe all this wild alien type crazy shit uh, for the purpose of like basically raping, molesting, and getting her to fall in love with them. And she did as like a 10 to 14 year old. Um, also had an affair with the mom of the family. Uh, the dad even cranked him off, jerked him off some relief one time. Uh, just stuff. totally fucked this whole family up. Um, 
But the weirdest part is like the, the family as this monster was like destroying them and like abducting their daughter for, you know, weeks, months at a time, I think even like they were just like not wanting him to get in trouble about it. It was like weird. I had no, I didn't think about the fact that, that when they were talking about all this stuff, they were like, yeah, I mean, back then we didn't even know what a pedophile was. We'd never heard that word before. Yeah, but you it's know like, it's yeah, wrong. Yeah, but you know it's weird. They let they let this guy sleep in their daughter's bed. Yeah, four nights a week for six straight months. Yeah, how do you do that? It, and there was one point where this was like the second time they that she was kidnapped. I mean, she was willingly kidnapped. When she got so, taken to Catholic school, I don't remember, but she was she was gone for like three months or something, and they hadn't heard from him or her, and they were just you know freaking out, of course. And finally, they got on the phone with this guy. His name is Robert. They call him B. They got on the phone with this guy, and the, it's the mom on the phone, and it's recorded because, like, the FBI was, you know, they they tapped the whole shit because it was a pretty big story, and there she was just like, "Oh, B, like, is everything okay? Do you still want to marry our daughter? Like, that's not what you say to a guy who abducted your twelve-year-old fucking daughter. What are no. you doing? No, like, and, she, and he's like, "Yeah, I still want to marry her." And she goes, "Oh, does she still want to marry you?" She, and, and and it was just like she was talking to him like like he's. Didn't you know, they actually get married like in Mexico? Like he stole the newspaper in front of the house instead of like their daughter. When he abducted her the first time, didn't they get married in Mexico? But the Mexican marriage license doesn't, it's not valid in the United States. Right. And the reason they did it in Mexico was because you can be as young as 12 and get married. He convinced mm. her, he convinced her that she got abducted by aliens and that her mission in life was to have a baby before 16 with him. The fuck? Fucking bizarre. He he had the whole family brainwashed. The family signed like the affidavit saying like affidavits. David, I always fuck this up. <laughs> you were looking right at me. I always fuck it up. Yeah, uh, it David. They signed the stuff saying like, oh, we're not going to press charges, and the FBI was like, nah. FBI was like, uh, yeah, sorry. No, we're pressing charges. You're still dude. pressing charges. He literally is raping a child, and you should was, not be okay with this. See, okay, not to get too far into it, but it was all, it was so creepy the fact that like there were no signs of rape. Because he would just he put the so tip in. He was so gentle with her. Like, he put gross. the tip in. Like, gross. Gross. Do you it miss was, that part, oh, Dave? Because the no, face you're making yeah, is just No, disgusting. just the way... Yeah. She kept saying, like, you know, she's a she's an adult know, woman now, just, and she's telling the story, and she's like, yeah, he would just put it, like, an inch in at a time. Oh! Okay, I, yeah, I don't... Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was bad. The... I can't believe that the father from this has not become as much of a meme as a dude from the Fire Festival documentary when he's talking about how he gave See, relief to the guy. See, that's the best thing that's happened to the Firefest guys, this coming out, like right after. <laughs> because I, now nobody's talking about that guy, although I, there's still some people hanging on to that meme, and that's fine. Oh, and then at one point, Homeboy, the dad, was like, he was telling the story about how uh, B and his wife were having an affair. Uh-huh. And then she finally was like, hey, I want a divorce. I want to I want to marry B instead. And he said, this was after like the whole his daughter was abducted thing for months at a time. He's like, and that was the worst day of my life. Really? How's that the worst day of your yeah, life? Yeah, there's been some other times that have been pretty bad for you, dude. This is like the the tenth worst thing that's happened in this story. Well, part of the part of the way that the that B the abductor uh, got a, or was getting away with this was by having the affair with like the wife and holding that over her head, and then having the father jerk him off. Yeah, in a car somewhere. At like a soccer field or something. He said that he needed some relief and he just like looked at the guy and he was like, yeah, do it. I'm sorry. Like y'all are good friends of mine, but if y'all say that to me, I'm not going to jerk you off. You know, I'm just not. Dude, that's fair. When yeah. someone says they need some relief, 
I'm thinking like BC powder. Yeah. I'd be like, Hey, like there's this place down the street from here. That's got like a, uh, like a CBD oil massage yeah. placed over here. Check out our friends at early bird CBD. Yeah. Like just go do that. <laughs> like, but these hands, they're staying with me. Yeah. They're not One of the most egregious off. parts of this entire thing also was the fact that B went to Jackson hole and started like a water park essentially. Yeah. And then the parents put their daughter on a plane and let her, Go to the water park. Go work at the water park. How is and a live guy? How is a guy who's been arrested for, you know, basically pedophilia, allowed to open up a water park for children? That's the thing. The government is like whoever was doing the prosecuting or sentencing and all this stuff. They're as much at fault as the parents. The whole being system. Idiots. The whole system here was just a massive failure. And he did like a month in jail at a time, like or like I, ten days. I feel like opening a water park would be very difficult. Yeah, you know especially I mean? as a pedophile. Like, that's not an easy <laughs> undertaking. No. I mean, first of all, you're using a ton of water. Yeah, I feel like so you feel you, like the permitting is very, very serious. Utility bills just got to be sky high. A lot of overhead. Stupid high. Stupid high. Uh, insurance, like, that's huge. I mean, you know what I mean? That's a big policy. This guy also, like, he puts out the vibe of a guy who should probably be having a low profile just based on his criminal record. And opening a water park is, I mean, not to make a pun here, but that's making a splash in whatever community you're doing. Sure. Oh, you made the pun. Hey, who's what this was guy? The, who's the guy to open up the water park? Oh, that's just a local pedophile. That's B. He pedophile. came in from Utah. I don't yeah. know. He doesn't talk about his past much. What's yeah. up with him? What was the name of the water park? Do we know? No. B's Fun Park? I don't know. That's a bad name. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> You never know. I respect him like going to Jackson Hole. Like That's a tight move. That's like the only cool decision oh, he made. And then yeah. Jan, as like a, a 12-year-old, was begging her parents to go stay with him in Jackson Hole. At the water park, while they were like, nah, you can't go, you can't go. And she like made it through a fit, and they're like, okay, you can go. Like, what the fuck are you doing? No, she said she was going to run away, and instead of doing that, they were like, no, that's unsafe. We're just going to fly you there. Right. What are you doing? Like, no, that's not, the, that's not the move. I'm not a parent. I don't know anything about parenting, but I don't think I would do that. Yeah, I mean, as one, I will tell you that that's definitely not the move. <sighs> to send your kid off to a, a pedophile. I thought this was going to be like a, a, a series. I thought they were going to be like episodes. And then I realized like into it, I was like, oh, this is just one single thing. And my jo- I couldn't sleep after. My jaw was dropped. I was just like, I can't believe all this shit. Even having watched it late and having, you know, known, I knew exactly what happened. I saw it on Twitter. It was spoiled many times over. I'm not mad about it. It still hit hard. When everything happened, I, I still couldn't believe it. It, it makes no sense. I thought the documentary did a really creepy job of doing some recreating of like the scenes. Yeah, I agree. And I was like, I, what, what, what's it like to film those? Didn't need that. Uh, if you wrote a story and you're like, I'm just going to write a little you know, novel and, and it's going to be all this stuff. People would be like, dude, no one's going to believe yeah. this shit. This is too out of, out of the ordinary. Yeah, what's going this on? This doesn't happen. Nobody just goes and starts a water park. She thought she was. She thought that she got abducted by aliens in Mexico. Yeah, that's a young, impressionable mind. I know. Can you imagine just waking up strapped to a thing and then being like, "Oh, there's this little like walkie-talkie thing next to me telling me that I need to have a baby in the next four years." That ain't it. Was it a talk? Did he use like a talk boy? What was going on there? I think it was like one of the yeah the talk boy plus from Home Alone two. Man, I use that thing so much. I never got one. I only got the pen. The pen did Killed not have inside. the same capacity. No, it didn't. It sucked. Did you ever have a talk boy? I don't even know what those are. Have you ever seen Home Alone? 
Of course, Dave. I'm, Home starting, Alone 2. I'm actually starting to wonder. Home Alone 2. It's what he does all his recordings on. Uh, okay. Talkboy. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. It's a, you know what it was? A Talkboy was essentially like Twitter for kids back then. Because you would just talk into it thinking you're funny and then play it back and then laugh about how funny you are. When in reality, it's like you're not that funny. People are saying it, that Talkboy was the original Twitter. It's like, if, it's like <laughs> if you were, if I had Twitter when I was 12, all the stuff that I was saying into my Talkboy, I would have just tweeted. Uh, we need to release those tapes. That's Patreon content only, Dave's oh Talkboy tapes. <laughs> I probably have them somewhere. What kind of shit was young Dave talking about? Oh, no. I don't know. The pen had zero capacity. You could record about 10 seconds worth of audio, and that was it. What if you had a vape pen that was also the Talkboy pen? Wow. It's really weird that as kids, like, toss a little cloud. tiny things like that would just make you cool. Oh, you mean like material positions? Yeah, yeah it but absolutely like, like really lame ones, though. Yeah. Like my buddy Brady, who I, we might have talked about him on the pod. He's one of my best friends. He had a yo-yo in fifth grade. It changed the entire trajectory of his fifth grade career. He was dope. You oh. know, yo-yos made a comeback. It was actually probably your fifth grade year. Dude, I used to kind of go hard on a yo-yo. Ninth grade. Did yours have a brain in it? They called me the yo-yo kid. No, they didn't. I'm, I'm not even kidding. They called you yo-yo What mom? about this? Dude, I used to walk the dog with the best of them. What about the slap bracelet? Oh, yeah. Those are tight. Those were cool. Those I are still tight. You had slap bracelets like, this dude slaps. But yo-yos didn't have changed one, you're everything. Just a little bitch. Yo-yos, when they made their resurgence, they, that was crazy. That was my night. I remember specifically it was my first year of golf golf class and it was ninth grade so that makes sense fifth grade for you fifth or sixth i mean your boy was i had i had why did they come back i don't know but they had the brains in them so that it was much easier to walk the dog or, or rock the cradle there were some like that. that were a little bit too rigged up to where you could you could do pretty much anything like they would just hang there have y'all seen the yo-yo competitions yeah, yeah. it's too much they're fucking wild they wear gloves it's like, come on, dog. What's the triangle thing where you hang it and it just kind of goes back and forth? Rock like the cradle. Just rock That's the cradle. Yeah, that was the a cradle. tight one. I, was, I actually could do that. That was, that was my move. That was as good as I could got. You do it around the world? Yeah, those were dice, dicey, though. You'd always like risk like hitting yourself in the ankle. No, no. Did you guys ever fuck with rhythm sticks? Not the yo-yo kid. Rhythm stick? Yeah. Um, no, I we think were, I know They were those is. rubber sticks and they had the big one in the middle that oh, you yeah. I no, was so good at those. I never did that. I can still do them today if you wanted me to. No, I don't. Do you have any rhythm sticks here? I'll do it right now. No, I'm good, man. Okay. Dylan was out back just swinging bats. With the, he got the donut on it. I had a yeah. tire hanging from a tree. I was just taking cuts against it. Trying to get that Dylan's back. Dylan's favorite toy as a kid up. was the two bats that he had, that, and he was just constantly warming up. That That's actually quite accurate. How, yeah. did you, how do you not have a dog named Easton? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, for every Christmas, I would just ask for a new bat. I just wanted the, the latest and greatest every year. Did you ever bunt in your career? Of course. Okay. No, he just refused. I, you feel, yeah, you seem like the kind of guy, like, you're looking not down coach. for the signal. Just, I can't nah, wave coach. my coach you're off. Step, you're stepping out nah, of the box. I got this, coach. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and swing away, but thanks. Yeah, of course I bunted. Did you swing 3-0? Nah. I mean, in high school, I did a couple times. Pussy. Yeah. You were supposed to. You're coach against it. I was just trying to be a good little player, little team player. I remember they banned the slap bracelet because some of them were they were cheap as hell. Yeah. And the material would come off, and the little metal would be exposed, and you could Ooh. cut your wrist. Oh yeah. There was always a story about some kid who cut it, cut the artery, and like bled out. <laughs> do you remember the? Uh, do you remember the thing that you put on your ankle and you would hit? Uh, it's called. Uh, I remember the song. Was it called Kick It? Oh, and then you jump over it? That one? Yeah. Yeah. 
Those are stupid. My sister took one of those and she just hit me in the head with it. Yeah. It hurts so bad. I deserved it. Yeah, she got that taken away. Yeah. It's probably smart. It was the things that would entertain us as kids. Well, I'm, Dave, I'm talking about Dave and I. We know that you just took cuts, but yeah. Well, it, also, growing up in the early 90s is a little different than like the late 70s. Yeah, that's true. Growing up, we had a we had a bas- had a basketball goal in my house. You know, not just a hoop? gloss over that. That's okay. I'm sorry. That's one thing about Texans that I can't get over. Okay. The fact that y'all call them basketball goals is just so it weird. It's just a, a geographic, regional it's thing. It's so weird. Anyway, we had it mounted like kind of on the side of the garage. And there was a brick wall right behind it. And it was a ten, It was regulation. It was 10 feet. But you could run and you could propel yourself off the brick wall. And you could dunk on it. Like Neo. And it was the tightest. I, I thought I was like like legit dunking. It was so much fun. I mean, it's, that's cool. You would have bullied me as a kid. That's, yeah, that's oh, no, no doubt. No doubt. You might have stuffed me in a locker just like randomly. Like, I don't even know. I, I tried out bullying for a minute. How'd it, go, how'd it work out for you? It was all right. The thing now, <laughs> we're talking about stuff that you know, kids have and shit. That's the new name of this segment. Stuff that kids have shit kids shit. have. Uh, my nephew and niece, they both got the hoverboards for Christmas. What? They are so tight. Wow. Oh, but, you're talking about the things like that you lean the on. Segway minus the yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my niece's connects to her phone Bluetooth, and she what? can p- crank out jams. Are you fucking kidding? No, it's tight. If there's a hoverboard company out there that wants to sponsor this I, podcast, thousand, please hit us up. I'm about to blow my entire tax refund on a hoverboard. <laughs> like, please hit us up. How much are they? I think they're probably like three or four hundred. Okay. I want one of those skateboards that has the remote and it you can go on it. Have you? You know what I'm talking about? No. It's a skateboard, but you have a remote. And there's a motor on the board, and you you tell it to go, and you can just go on it. By the way. Go up hills and stuff. Have you all done one of the, the golf course no. things? What are those called? I don't know, but golf they have boards. them. They have golf them at a local course in Michigan, so. and I am very jealous of the people that they use them. They look so cool. I was talking about this with a buddy the other day. It looks cool for nine holes. I don't know if I would want to do a full 18 on it. It looks like it'll wear you out. Like, yeah. Like your legs will be just take a beating after yeah a while. i mean because you're kind of in a lunch or you're you're sure. a squat yeah, almost exactly it's like you're snowboarding shredding but yeah. you're not you're just playing golf might have to try that It'd be we fun. should do it let's talk about hymns real quick sure it's i mean what can you say about them besides they're just a new wellness brand for men if you haven't already started using them now's the time 66 percent of men lose their hair by age 35 and when you start to notice it's just too late yep uh, we know a lot of you guys out there that are listening, you're under the age of 35. Like, you got to nip this in the bud. It's true. You want to jump on it before it starts. Fun fact, it's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair you've lost. Kind of what oh, I was saying, yeah. yeah. If that oh, hairline's yeah. slowly starting to move backwards, or if you have any bald spots yet, I mean, what, what's going to look like a year from now? Stop it right now. What's it going to look stop like? stop it right now from receding. Luckily for you, we've got 4hims. It's 4hims.com. It's a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, that baldness we just talked about can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. They have well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. We're not talking snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. The only thing you should be buying at a gas station is Bang Energy. Everyone knows that. Dude, one of the greatest things about this service is you can do it just from the comfort of your own home. You don't even have to leave your house. You just got to get a selfie off of your dome. You pick up the phone. Yeah. Next thing you know, 
It's being delivered right to your door. Every guy should take a picture of his dome. Just do it. Just to know what's back there. I had never thought about doing it. And then a few months ago, uh, when a former podcast of ours was also uh, partners with Hims, I did it. And I was very scared. Uh, I saw a little more thinness up there than I thought I would. Really? I didn't, It'd be very I didn't, eye-opening. I didn't expect to see any skin when I took that selfie, but there was some. Uh, right now, if you want to go to forhims.com slash steam, S-T-E-A-M. Again, that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash steam. Our listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or to a pharmacy. Hymns.com slash steam. Let's take a quick break, get some tinkies off, come right back. My name's Will DeFreeze, and I'm the host of the Sunday Scaries podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. If you've ever found yourself in the midst of an existential crisis come four o'clock on Sunday, then you pretty much know exactly what the Sunday Scaries are, and I'm here to help. Whether I'm introducing a new hangover cure or teaching you how to filter the perfect Instagram, take 15 minutes out of your otherwise miserable Sunday and allow me to guide you. Pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine, light a scented candle, and sit back, because at the end of the day, it's all going to be fine. You can find the Sunday Scaries podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else podcasts are found. See you on Sunday. All right, a total of uh, one tinky was gotten off uh, by none other than Dave. How, how'd it go? Well, here's the deal. I feel like you're unfairly framing this. I didn't ask for the break. You, you went off on your own and did the break which is fine wow. and, and i said since we're doing it i may as well it wasn't that i stopped down the show no so, that's true that's true how dare you dave did uh during his time tinkying he did come up with the name of the toy we were talking about skip it skip it skip it i don't know that song you were more into whippets right <laughs> yeah I, was, I had a big i was a big whippet fan. fun fact about me never done a whippet same terrified of it Will has. Yeah, I've done a whippet. Come on. Who hasn't? Uh, come on. I, I mean, I'm not going to do them now. Don't do them. They're very unsafe. But yeah, in an irresponsible time of my life, we decided to try it. It was kind of funny. I regret it because it kills brain cells and you could possibly die. But former coworker of ours was a big whippet guy. I'm a ba- I'm the bad Micah? boy. No, not Micah. It was probably Micah. Let's do a worst weekend story. Uh, if you are familiar, uh, I used to write a column that was a breakdown of a lot of really bad stories for the weekends. Uh, and real people stories. just Yeah, real stories. People just getting hammered, people making bad mistakes, or people just being, you know, sober and just having their dick kicked in, not having fun. Uh, right now, if you want to send yours to will at washedmedia.com. Again, will at washedmedia.com. It's a three-day weekend. A lot of people probably went hard. That's true. It's true. Uh, I will say that I have the volume of these has been very low. I've had a couple very good ones. Well, that's disappointing. But the volume in general has been extremely low, and I'm kind of bummed with you guys. Maybe people are cleaning up their act. That's true. I don't think that's what it is. I started thinking about it. I was like, maybe our demographics are just getting older, and everyone's just like, yeah, we're not going nah, to anymore. People will always be scumbags. It happens. It's true. Uh, this one in particular I enjoyed. Uh, it's got a little something for everybody. Should we just do it? Yes. Uh, I'm going to read this. If there are any names, uh, I'm going to change them for the sake of anonymity. But let's let's do it. She says, I'm sitting at the DTW airport. Do you guys know what DTW is? DTW. 
D- Detroit. Writing this, even though I probably shouldn't document this story, I never thought I'd actually do anything fool- foolish enough to warrant a submission to the worst weekends. Unfortunately, I can no longer s- say this. This weekend, I traveled to Detroit to visit an old sorority sister of mine. I'm a recent graduate of Michigan State University, living the grind girl life, and decided I need a little fun throwback weekend with my college friend. Sometimes you just need that. Sure. Nothing too bad so far. No. This is pretty standard stuff. Her brother was in town visiting from Dallas as well. This brother is the definition of finance, bottle service at the club guy. It's classic okay. Dallas, you know? You can make a case. That, Here we go. I, I haven't even read the rest of the story yet, but you can make a case that this would never have even happened if uh, this guy wasn't there. Like this guy she, seems like a possible catalyst in the story. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, like she could have definitely just gone to Detroit, had a yeah. nice little enjoyable time with her friend, and then gone home. But instead, it sounds like this guy just you know derailed. She said, she continued, So when I found out we would be joining him for a night on the town, uh, I kind of... Ex- er, sorry. She said, whatever. I'm just going to skip that sentence. I kind of expected with all the free booze it would turn into a bit of a shit show. After a 45-minute Uber ride to the city, we arrived at said nightclub Stone Cold Sober and decided to play catch-up by taking several shots of Grey Goose. Mm-mm. That's a problem. There's you can't pro- play catch-up. There's two problems here. Never play catch-up. One, never show up to a club sober. Very true. Playing catch-up at a club is an expensive and dangerous venture. Yes. Two, taking shots of Grey Goose is not how you catch up. You catch up by making a couple double drink, double whatever vodka drinks, and you just chug those. Yeah, the shot is not going to catch you up. It's just going to derail. This then led to mixed drink after mixed drink. Apparently, my tolerance for alcohol has plummeted because at this point I was bordering brownout and I knew it. Around 1 a.m., we all decided to go to a late night bowling alley a block away from the club, and I definitely could have called it a night by then, but drunk me decided to tag along. No one's going club to bowling alley, especially with finance bros from are, Dallas. Are bowling alleys making a comeback? It sounds like they are. Maybe it was one of those bowling alleys, like a hybrid bar bowling alley, like you see. There's one in that's Austin. That's what I mean. They're coming. Like I've seen those more and more. There's one in Austin that's a bowling alley. They have like five lanes. It's a like a nightclub, and then they they have a karaoke section too. It's just a wild scene. Yeah, a karaoke section. I'm thinking it's it's one it's something like that, and not like you know your typical like birthday. Party. There's more to do than just throw bowling balls. Yeah, or roll them. You can throw them if you want. I Are you guys them. good bowlers? No. You know, that's a little strange. I could see you being like a weird bowler. Like Even really if you were good. a bad bowler, I could just see, oh, I'm a good bowler. I took bowling in college. My, my high score is a 211, which is respectable. Yeah. But I think it's the only time I ever broke I've 200. I've broken 200. <clears throat> my, my buddy uh, and I went through a bowling phase in high school. He actually bought his own shoes at that point. I did not. Uh, but I broke 200 a couple times. I used to flirt with three. <laughs> yeah. What if, what if it never came out that it. Dave just had like the Duncanville record for most 300s bold at his local alley? Shout out to Redbird Lanes. Sneaky shouts. I'm not giving a shout out to my local bowling alley because they're scumbags and I hate them. So, wow. Yeah. Sheesh. Would love to know more about this. Oh, no. That's off mic. Damn. <laughs> All right. Let's go back to this story. Um, Let's see where we go here. She, she said... Out. At this bowling alley, I was standing by the bar drunkenly rambling to some guy who offered to buy me a drink. After topping off the Grey Goose and beer I had been consuming all night, uh, she got a gin and tonic. I don't hate that. <sighs> when you're already at that point, you start mixing in gin and tonics, so. though. Just start drinking beers. 
I excused myself to the ladies' room where I began to vomit for quite some time. Okay. Four hours later, I awoke and found myself in a pitch black room lying on what felt like a cold floor. Four hours later. So she time traveled. Yeah. Yes, I was in the bowling room bathroom. Bowling alley bathroom. I oh. felt my way to the door and crawled out of the bathroom into a completely empty and closed down bowling alley. What? How did that even happen? Wait a minute. How does no one that works there not check... What? What? The stall could be a full stall thing? Like a full? But still. No, you got to do a sweep of your place. If that's you, do you, do you, do you fire up a lane and, and just start getting reps in? You might. Oh, hell yeah. I yeah. have questions about her friends. Like, how... Yeah. How did they... Did they just think that she left with the dude that she was talking to the bar at? Like, did they think that she just sketchily went home? Did they get home and say, like, oh, where'd she go? There was a time I went to a concert with a, a, a female friend of mine, and... uh after the concert, she had to use the restroom. She went in and never came out. I waited for like 20, 30 minutes, and she just never came out. And her phone was off, and I was like, I don't know what to do. And finally, I just left um, because I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. And maybe it's a situation like that. I remember I, that. You yeah. you were kind of concerned. Uh, I didn't hear from her for until 5 p.m. the next day. Yeah. It was terrifying. But she was safe and sound. Wait, so what happened to her? She... She, she was in there for a while, not not like longer than thirty minutes. It was probably like ten or fifteen minutes, and then she used like an alternate exit that I didn't know existed. This was at the W, I believe, because it was right outside Moody Theater. Is that where the W is, or is it another one? Yep, you're right. The W. Yep. And it's just a weird bathroom situation in there, and she just wouldn't come out. And it was like I'm, I, I, I threw her a ton of texts, called her, nothing, uh, and she just started like wandering the streets, and with the, and her phone was turned off, so she couldn't call an Uber or anything. I think she ended up walking to a friend's house. And the next day, I heard from her roommate before I heard from her. And she wanted to assure me that she was okay. It was weird. I, I went out one time. It was over South By, and there were a lot of people out. And my phone had no service late at night when I was trying to get a, a cab ride home or an Uber home. So I couldn't call one. And Sally was like, well, it's 2 in the morning. Like, and she couldn't find me. She saw that I was still downtown. And I started walking in the general direction towards my place. But I wasn't going to walk all the way there. It's just too far. But I figured I might as well start walking. So she saw us in some weird area. She freaked out. She did the last thing you want your girlfriend to do at 2 in the morning when you're already hammered at, like during South by and can't get an Uber. She alerted her entire family that she was worried about me. And so then I started getting texts and calls from her family being like, are you alive? Like, is everything okay? It's like, yes. Am I quite drunk? Yes, I am. It's South by. Am, am I going to die? No. I just can't get a fucking Uber because yeah. there's no Ubers and it's it, it's late at night. It was awful. Finally, I got one and it was just like waking up the next morning. I was like, God damn it. I have to answer that. It's his entire family. Yeah, that's one you just, you keep in the family. Yeah. And by that, I mean y'all too. Yeah. Because that's just, that's just shaming you. Yeah, it was bad. For going off the grid. Yeah. Anyway, this girl said she flicked the lights on in the bathroom and began to try to find her phone, which is MIA. She began to drunkenly panic as she was... Oh, no, I already read this. I'm sorry. She said it was 6 a.m. according to a wall clock in the entryway in oh Detroit God. without a phone. Also, the main doors were locked and the gate shut, so I was stuck inside. I found a phone on the front desk and did the only thing I knew what to do. I called 911. I don't know if that's the move. I think you just call... Someone whose phone number you know and say, hey, get a hold of Tina or whatever this girl's name could be. I would try Uber first, This actually, actually, this sounds like a pretty chill sitch. You're in the bowling alley. It's not 
okay, it's kind of your fault, but not necessarily all your fault. You're there. I mean, while you're there, you may as well make the best of it. You may as well go ball out in the arcade. Yeah, I don't maybe know go in is, the back, make some snacks. I don't know if this is an emergency. The, co- the cops arrived 30 minutes later, well, and I had to get in contact with the owner of the bowling alley to come open the doors, which took another hour. So she's sitting in the bowling alley while the cops are just outside. Like, what do we do? They should have just taken one of those things and just bolt, hit the door over. Well, I can't, okay, so I get calling the police because let's say she set off some alarm. Yeah. A silent alarm, That's right? That's true. And the you know, SWAT team comes in. Next thing you know, you got like two in your dome and you're gone. You got to be careful out there. You want to just let them know, like, hey, look, I'm here in this bowling alley. It's, it's not what it looks like. I'm not trespassing intentionally. How gross are bowling alley shoes, by the way? Disgusting. They're the worst. I'm surprised Dave even wears them. Like they did this spray stuff, and they're like, it's going to clean them out. Get out of here. Not as gross as the actual bowling ball. And one of the grosser things I've seen people do, and this actually happened in college quite eat a bit. Eat foods while they're bowling? Yeah, go eat their hamburger like, in between. I'll be honest. I never even thought about that until right now, and now I'm disgusted with my former germs that have been in my body. Bowling You're just sharing finger holes with yeah. random strangers. Just germs Oh, my everywhere. God. And I, just eating chicken I, I don't think I'm ever going to. I'm never bowling again. <laughs> She said, finally, around 7.45, I was released. Uh, the whole situation situation was completely mortifying. And to top it off, I had to call my mother to drive two hours into the city and come pick me up from the police station. Oh. She said, luckily, I didn't get any criminal charges, but I'll never live this one down. I don't know what the... Uh, I mean, okay, I'm starting to understand why you would want to call the police there. Because without someone like that getting you out... You have to wait until they open the next day, yeah. which is probably 10 a.m. No, I mean, bowling alley, it could, be, it could be, yeah, it could be 11 or 12. Yeah, so I, I can kind of understand now why she would, she would go to 911. I went out uh, at University of Michigan with some of my friends when I was young. And when I was there, I lost my car keys. I was just, I was just going through Ann Arbor, lost my car keys. Uh, I... Went to the Subaru dealership because I was driving a Subaru Legacy at that point. Major shouts. Okay, weird flex. And then uh, they were like, yeah, it's going to take a few days to get a, get a new key made. It's just how it is. It's an older car or whatever. So I had some obligations that I had to go to in northern Michigan. Uh, and so my mom had to drive four hours south from Harbor Springs to Ann Arbor, pick me up, and drive me back all in one phone. Then she had to drive me back down to Ann Arbor after. Yikes. When I could finally go pick up my key to my car. If I think I lost my key in, a, in one of those foam parties. Oh, God. Oh, don't get me started on foam parties. <laughs> parties are trash. Speaking foam parties germs. are the worst thing of all time. Yes. Everyone's been to one foam party and it was just okay. I went to one foam party and it was the worst time of my life and I promised to never go back and I never did. Was that with us? Or was that in college? No, it was... I don't remember. It was a long ass time. To turn around. Wasn't it like a couple weekends ago when you went to the? <laughs> Stop. You were at the square and you yeah, went. Yeah, you're, that you're hanging out with Fisai. dude. After after you leave a phone party and you're just soaked in the the soapy uh, sludge, the foam, the sludge. And there's some nets. You're sitting there. I almost said the other kind of fluids that are in there, but it's disgusting. And then you like you're driving home. It's it's Why the worst thing. Home? Yeah, don't drive, buddy. Yeah, don't drink and drive. Don't foam and drive. Ride home in an Uber. I get it. Okay. You didn't want to wake up in San Marcos. Okay. Hey, so if you had to be locked overnight in any recreational place, not let's say hangover and being hammered, not with you know 
let's say that's not even a part of the yeah you just get free raid what would it be i'm think i'm going back to water park oh yeah that would be tight to have water park Schlitterbahn? Night water park could go hard. Imagine having your Schlitterbahn all to yourself. Oh my god. Oh. It's three know. parks in one. Will, have you ever been to Schlitterbahn? Nah. Wow. I'm good. I'm good. Will, we, you we don't, don't know what it's go. like, dog. We don't, we don't gotta go. Let's go. I'll go with you. Nah, we're good. I'll go, Dave. Let's do it. Will, it is really something. It's world famous. What's, I'm surprised Dylan's not just like the local batting cages. Uh, you know what? An arcade, any place with like a traditional arcade would be very fun. When I was in fifth grade, we went to London for spring break and we went to Sega World. Ooh. It was awesome. I was a Nintendo boy, but that would have still been fun. It was so cool. Sega was ch-ch-ch trash. No, 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 no. It was the Sega. worst. I worst, game, worst gaming console of all time. No, that is that is. Yes, so it is. You incredible. could play it. worse. Dreamcast. Yeah, you know what that is true. exactly. That's because you were fucking. Echo the Dolphin Sega went trash. hard. Echo the Dolphin went hard. As did Sonic. Dude, the without, without Sonic, there's Sega was there's nothing. I didn't have one, but my friends did, and I enjoyed going over to their house. To people play. got it just to play Sonic. No, people got it for Echo. People got it for Primal Rage. No, people got it for. They they had some hardcore games on there that they didn't have on. Primal Nintendo. Rage was garbage. No, it wasn't. Man, shut up. Fuck you. Call me. Hey, where would you? Where do you want to get locked in hypothetically? Jeez, I just said, you stupid he just bitch. Said the, he said the batting cages. He said the, yeah, the batting cages. Yeah, right. Dorn wants to go get locked in laser tag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, laser tag was tight. That place shut next off. to Gold's Gym? Off 290? Uh, How the, is that place open? With the, with the fake UFO like, stuck in the side of the building? Yeah. Is that fake? I don't think it's a real UFO. Fuck. It laser was, tag sucks. Laser tag does not suck, dude. Laser tag is it's for kids who are scared to play paintball. Yeah, that's that's fair. Also hey. cheaper than paintball, so I get it. Paintball's tight. Paintball's expensive and it fucking hurts. It does hurt. I've never done. I could take it when I was a kid, but I think if I went out there now, I'd just get. I'd oh, be well, crying. You gotta go paintballing, dude. I've gotten I've gotten shot with one. I've never played paintball though. It's fun. One time we. It's like you're at war, but you know you don't actually die. I've never been like, man. I wish I was at war right now. Hey, well, that's too Let's bad. go play paintball. You need to listen to more No Limit. You want to be in a gunfight? No. Hey, one time, <laughs> so we had this crew that paintballed all the time, and uh, some dudes we know, they were members of like the United Methodist Church, and they would do lock-ins. And even though that wasn't our church, we would go to the lock-ins. They hated us, and probably rightfully so. Uh, they did a paintball lock-in. So they did like, we got to play paintball all night, and um, we were just, we had it with the only people who brought our own guns. That's a situation. I come in there with my auto cocker, man. Say, you just light people I had the up. backpack with the CO2, so and we went in there just like just murking people. <laughs> Dude, I remember, oh man. Was certified on site. Dude, I remember this poor girl. Uh, she stood up, and she didn't know what she was doing. She like stood up to like wave down <laughs> one of the referees. You just unloaded the clip into I her? didn't unload it. Somebody <laughs> shot her right in the downstairs region. And it was and it stopped down the game. What's wrong with y'all? They, well, they I don't know if they're aiming for that. Dude, we had a girl that she had to stop playing in gym class with us cuz we play prison ball, which is essentially just dodgeball. And we would do the thing where you call it prison ball? Yeah, there was there was a prison you had to go to and they had oh, pins okay. that you had to hit, but this girl was a pin guard and we had one person that would throw the ball up in the air, and she would oh, put the her... To Yeah, and so she would look up in the air, oh, and then we had... Just smoker. We had had another guy who had the best accuracy and the hardest... He was the one that I talked about on the podcast uh, from the beginning of Circling Back, who had Native Baller on the back of his car. Oh. He would just wreck her. 
And so, so finally she had to stop playing with us because it was like unsafe and they, like we were going to stop throwing. What were we supposed to do? Dude, prison would be a lot tighter if they played prison ball. Yeah. And dodgeball was fun though. Yeah, they don't play, do they play that anymore? Probably not. I don't know. Let's go play paintball. <sighs> well, it's pretty fun, man. We need Micah to go. Okay. Okay. We could probably get him. Yeah. Congrats to Micah on the three the thirteen point one. I'll like, let again, you, I'll let you guys know if he puts another sticker on his car. Well, now, at this point, does he just put the the twenty six point two on since he's done <laughs> half it, twice? Can he do thirteen point one plus thirteen point one equals? What are your least? We favorite could probably do that for stickers? Him. That a thirteen point one is, is a pretty weird one because you're like, yeah, I did half of what other people can do. Honestly, any anything that lets me know how much you've ran before, yeah. That that just is too much. For there me. are a lot of bumper stickers out there that I just really hate. Dave, there's a guy that worked out at, at the gym at the Golds we used to go to, and he had um, twenty six point two tattooed on his calf, and underneath it he had like twelve notches, meaning he had done it twelve different times. He just kept adding to it. Like, dude, we get it. You were a runner, and he weighed like one hundred ten pounds. He was just tiny. <clears throat> runner's body, man. He had runner's body, hardcore. Mm. There's no fat on that guy. Anyway, man, we've covered a lot of just weird we topics have, today. We have. It's been fun. I feel Did you remember to press the record button? Oh, fuck. Should we get out of here? Probably. Go follow Circling Back Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Just do it. Did you say where you'd be locked in, hypothetically? A Sega World. That, that's such a give up. Why? Because you, the only reason you're saying it is because you referenced it 10 minutes ago and you don't want to think of anything. No, I can't really think of anything. There's something tight. better than Sega World. Like, There's not even a Sega World anymore. There's no way that still exists. We had a place called The Jungle and it had mini right. golf and an arcade. I just play hippos the entire time. Dude, I can't think. I'm sick, dog. This is my Jordan game. Well, it ain't going well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bricking. I'm 0 for 14. Dude, just get this guy off the court. Your Jordan game. Get out of here. Live for Yeah, man. It'll be I've, game I've, seven. I'll say this. I feel worse than I did when we started the podcast. Well, you should because you talked about Sega World more than anybody ever should. Sega. Let's get out I'm of here. I'm buying an Xbox One today or tomorrow. No, get a PlayStation 4. Nah. Why? Why? My, my old Wait. game squad, they are Xbox boys. Wait, Dave, Why? Are you gonna be a gamer now? I th- so I shouldn't oh. tell you this. I shouldn't tell you this. I'm actually <laughs> going to Costco today, and I'm thinking about pulling trig on a uh, a PlayStation. 4. Are you for real? Maybe yeah. I'll get both. Because wait, I'll, Dave, tell me tell me your thought process. I know he fucks with it sometimes. I fuck with FIFA. What are you What are you trying to get into? Just like Call of Duty, really? Bat- uh, yeah, Battlefield, all that stuff. We're losing another one, huh? I won't be. I'm not going to be late night guy. This will. Yeah, just- you will. You'll turn into it. Ah, damn it! You're right. All your boys are. I wonder if I gave that shit a go, if I would get sucked in. I don't think I would. I don't think you would, because when you start playing online, and you're for not, the first month, you're just getting murked as soon as the game starts. It's really frustrating. I'm just fresh meat. Yeah. And I've seen you. I've seen you play NBA Jam, and when you lose a game to Will or me, you don't take it very well. I don't. No, so I don't see you take it. Upset. <laughs> I'm a I'm a rage quitter. Yeah, you are. I turn the game off with like 10 seconds to go every time in NBA Jam. Because it doesn't count if, if it is, the game doesn't end. Everybody knows that. I hate it when you do that. You can't see the stats. Pissing me <laughs> off. I want to see how many points Mitch Richmond got. Oh, 
Mitch. Why? He was way too good in that game. It didn't make sense. He was the fastest and he had, he had range. It made no sense. He was sick. He shouldn't be that good. He was, he was a good NBA player. He's fucked. Let's get out of here. Okay, bye. See you. Goodbye.